right. Hi, everyone. It's been quite some time since I've recorded. Um, I believe it's been like two months. Um, so I guess for now, today's podcast is just going to basically be a where have I been? In life, everyone goes through their own heartaches and struggles and things that stop them from moving forward or continuing something that they've started, hence the podcast having a break. I personally go through or deal with my own struggles, as everyone else does. What those look like are depression, anxiety, panic attacks, um, my own self-esteem issues, my worthiness. And those are own, my own struggles that I have that I have to deal with in my own head. Um, and those do stop me from doing day-to-day life things or pursuing my dreams or continuing what I've started. <clears throat> that is obviously one of my own downfalls that I have to work on. I've been dealing with it since high school. And it's just one of those things that I just have to continue to work on. Everyone, I feel like, does go through some sort of depression, anxiety, panic attacks, whatever those kinds of things look like in other people's lives. Yes, they're different. And some people go through it harder than others. But that doesn't dismiss that they're going through it. The last two months, um, I've been fighting with myself, with what I know about me and who I am as a person and knowing that I am good enough to do X, Y, and Z, that I am good enough to complete these tasks or projects that I want to do or that I've started to do. I know that I am good enough, but there are times where I question those am I good enough situations. And sometimes my downfall is stronger than me knowing that I am. And I'm probably repeating myself multiple times and I'm sorry for that, but this is kind of just a raw episode. I don't plan on editing too much of this, so if I repeat things, I'm sorry. But sometimes things do have to be unedited. There's going to be times where you can't always fix things with an edit. Life is uneditable. (laughs) Um, In high school and outside of high school, my depression was the worst about two and a half years ago, two years ago, I hit a huge wall and I hit the hardest depression of my life. And I hope that that's the hardest one I'll ever hit. I know it comes and goes in waves. I was drinking a lot. I was thinking about things that I shouldn't be thinking about. And one of the things Um, that came through my head a lot was who really would care if I was gone? 
And those kinds of thoughts are hard to stop thinking about, especially when you're in that state of depression. And it definitely doesn't help when you're mixing antidepressants, anti-anxiety to pills, and drinking. And I was doing a lot of drinking. And then on top of it, my own struggles of going through life with guys, with friends, family issues, all of that mixed in one. And I hit hard. And those hard nights when I was out drinking, I would think to myself, and even when I wasn't drinking, thinking to myself, what would really happen if I was gone? Who would really actually care? And in my head at that time, nobody did. So why would it matter if I was around? So when I would have those thoughts of not thinking anyone would care if I wasn't around, as I'm driving around, I would think, what would happen if I'm in an accident right now? Not that I'm going to cause an accident or purposely get in one, but say someone ran a red light and T-boned me and I got severely hurt and I ended up in the hospital, whatever that looked like, whether I'm just severely hurt, I'm out for a few days in a coma or die, who would show up? Who would be there? Who would care? Who would be affected by that? And at that time, I didn't think anyone would be. Obviously, yes, my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my nieces. But who else? I didn't think I mattered that much to my friends, to people I hoped I mattered to. And so I hit rock bottom, like I said, about two years ago. Me and one of my really good friends at the time were out drinking And long story short, I got blacked out drunk, mixed my antidepressants yet again, and alcohol. And as she was driving us home, I tried to jump out of the car. I tried to kill myself. And I knew once I found that out the next week, I didn't know. The next morning I woke up, I thought, I had a great time last night. No big deal. Nothing crazy happened. I don't remember it, but nothing crazy. I found out what happened that night, and I was sober for eight months. I did not have any alcohol, didn't drink. And then once I was finally able to start drinking again, I did. I felt healthy. I felt okay. I didn't definitely did not drink as much as I used to. I would have a beer with dinner, two tops, and I haven't been able to get drunk, which I'm perfectly fine with. I'm 27. I feel like I've been there, done that. I don't need to do excessive drinking, party animal kind of situation, you know? I've done that. I don't feel like I need to do that again. And I don't necessarily care to. But I'm scared of it. If there becomes a situation to where 
someone's like, oh, we're having a house party or let's go to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, I want to. I want to do those things. I want to have experiences. I want to go. But I don't feel like I know my limit anymore. I don't think I know how much I can handle. I don't know if I can handle myself when I get in that state. If I start drinking again, am I going to have those thoughts? But I don't think I know how to drink anymore if I, if I I guess that's the sentence um so I'm scared of it and to be honest I think I'm okay without it I can have a beer I can have wine with my mom obviously I'm not getting drunk I'm just having a drink getting drunk is a whole nother level and I don't think I can do that anymore and the biggest problem when people are with me and they're like it's okay like we'll take care of you the people I'm with Some of the people I don't think can handle me when I do get drunk or if I do get to that state. Not saying that I can't, that it's going to happen. I don't know. If I get, I don't know. I'm probably just repeating myself, but I just don't think the people I'm with drinking, I don't want to have to make them responsible. I don't want someone to have to not have a good time of their own worrying about, is Kelsey okay? Is Kelsey having too much of her own headspace right now? What's going to happen with her? And it's not fair to them. So I choose not to go out as often or drink as much and I limit myself. And I'm okay going out. I'm okay having those limits. And I don't want the pity of someone else saying like, oh, here, have another drink. And when I say no... They're like, but why? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just enjoying my time. Let me sip my drink. Let me babysit, if you will. I'm okay with that. And if I'm okay with that, that should not affect you. You have a great time. You get drunk. You go have your how many ever drinks you want to have. If I want to have those drinks, I will let you know. But until then, I'm a babysit my drink. And I have my reasons as to why. And a lot of people don't know that or still don't know that. And If they listen to this, now they know why I babysit so often now. Because I'm scared. And I'm okay with saying that. I've dealt with that factor of my drinking life. Um, After those eight months, I finally come to realize that I'm okay. I'm healthier. I've seen a therapist. I went to classes. I did what I had to do to get better. Um, and I don't think that depression, anxiety is always going to just go away. You're going to have those thoughts in your head. Sometimes they'll come and go as they please, but I never want to be in that spot again. And I think I'm within the last two, three months. I think it started in October, October, November. I started having those thoughts again of, if I were to be in an accident on my way home from work, if I were to be on an accident on my way to work, going out, what would happen if I were in an accident? What would happen if I got kidnapped while I was going to the grocery store? What if X, Y, and Z happened to me and I was no longer around? Or if I was in the hospital in a coma, who would care? Who would be affected? And those thoughts 
start creeping up and freaked me out. And so I stopped doing the podcast. I distanced myself from a few people to try and take care of me. And those thoughts slowly come and go. Right now, they're kind of still lingering. And I've tried to reach out to my doctor to get a therapist, but that was a nightmare in itself. And so right now, currently, I'm not seeing a therapist because they can't get their shit together on their end of town. And since the one incident of me trying to get them back, and after me trying to get them back one time, and the whole incident with that, I have not tried again. It's also only been a week and a half. So when the time is, comes and I have peace with trying again, getting a therapist through my insurance, I will. I definitely want one. I definitely 100% agree and support going to therapy. I miss it. I I want to go back, but maybe the incident that happened, maybe it just wasn't my time to go. So when the time is right, it'll come up again. So when the time is right, I'll go back to therapy. We'll see. Um, but I do need to keep myself in check and remind myself that even though I'm having these mental health issues, I should not let those things stop me from reaching my goals, continue, continuing doing what makes me happy. I shouldn't stop doing what makes me happy because those things keep me distracted. And if I sit in bed thinking all day long, that's not going to do me any good. <laughs> Being in your own thoughts can be dangerous. And keeping yourself busy, keeping yourself distracted, yeah, throws, what is that phrase? Throws the wool over your eyes or whatever. But I don't know if that was the right one, but whatever, you get it. I can't keep myself distracted to just just make the problems disappear because problems don't disappear just by covering them up. They disappear by dealing with them. But for me to deal with them, I also have to be happy and I have to be in the right mental health space and be in the right I don't know. I have to deal with it the best way I know how. And if I keep myself distracted and keep myself happy, I think that'll push me to want to continue being happy to deal with the problems, if that makes any sense. I don't even know if that made sense, but whatever. Um, outside of the health, the mental health, depression side of things, my self-esteem has been horrible too. I don't, I go through these phases of liking who I am, liking my body, liking my image, my clothes. Everyone goes through those things, I'm sure. Everyone has their moments where they nitpick at their, at their bodies, at their skin. But I've been doing it more the last two, three months and nitpicking every single inch of me. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me not want to get dressed in the morning. It makes me not want to go out, but I have to, I have to go to work. I have to 
go have fun with my friends and go to dinners, go to lunches, whatever that looks like. And I have to do those things, but I don't like the way I look. And dealing with that is a whole nother part of life. So I've been dealing with that, dealing with my worthiness of, like I said, if I'm worthy of going through life with someone, if I'm worthy enough of continuing my life, if I'm worthy enough of keeping my job, if I'm worthy enough of having X amount of money to achieve this goal and get these things that I want. And the last month and a half, I don't think I'm worthy of those things. I don't think I deserve those things. And that's not fair of me to think of myself. I have the best support system that I can ever ask for. My my handful of friends, my family, they remind me day in and day out that I am worthy enough for these things and I am good enough and I'm a good friend and all these things. And they can tell me until they're blue in the face, but for me to believe it is very, very hard. And it's not fair for me not to think those things of myself. So I just have to keep my little reminders, whether that's on my phone or on my mirror, as cheesy as it is, it does help if I write it on my mirror so I can see it every morning before I leave or have a background on my phone. It's very common to do those things. And some people may think it's dumb or cheesy or whatever. But having those little tiny reminders throughout the day is helpful, you know? And going through my own stuff like that and then having family drama. Every family has their drama. And especially right now with, well, now that it's kind of lifted, it's not as bad. But with quarantine, with COVID, you're stuck in a house to a certain extent with your family, with the people that you live with. And being in such close quarters for so long and not being able to do certain things or have a break or whatever, it definitely tests you. Our family has gone through it. <laughs> we we love each other in this house. We fight hard and we love harder. Um, and I wouldn't change that for the world. We're a, a great unit, but sometimes, dude, it could be so dramatic and so, literally so, so dramatic that it's painful. Sometimes I don't want to come home after work. I don't want to walk through the door. There's some days where I pull into the driveway and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go inside, but there's nowhere else to go. Where else am I going to go? Sometimes there's just, and I'm sure my mom has that same thought. My dad, my sister, probably the girls. There's just some days where you just had a shit day. And the last thing you want to do is listen to the drama of your family. And it's just, I feel like, and I may be overdramatic, which I probably am because that's just how I am. It's probably like the smallest piece of drama or probably nothing at all. But to me, it's blown up because I had a bad day at work or I'm just really fucking tired. But I just don't want to deal with it. I love my family and they know that. But our family is drama sometimes. 
everything is work, school, there's going to be drama everywhere. It's just exhausting right now. It's exhausting. And to keep myself happy, healthy, and I guess my New Year's resolutions, I guess, if you want to call it that, I set new things for myself. I don't know if I want to call them New Year's resolutions or whatever, but to make myself feel better about me, I've set these goals because um, I could be kind of frugal sometimes with money and I don't like spending money on myself sometimes. I mean, sometimes I do treat myself on like materialistic things. Um, I don't do that often. I go get my nails done. I get my lashes done now. Things like that. I just need to do it a little bit more often for me to make myself feel better and treat myself. So that is a number, another goal for this year that I've set for myself is to be okay with treating myself, to be okay going to get my nails done, my hair done, my lashes done without having that guilt that I always have after spending $60 on my nails or $50 on my lashes, whatever that looks like. I would always feel guilty about spending that money on something that makes me feel good. So learning and being okay with treating myself, getting my hair done, getting my lashes done, nails done, um, getting facials done, getting a massage, going out and doing those things to make me feel good and take an hour and or two hours to get those things done and have self-care and be with me for that time frame, you know? Um, and then taking more care of myself and what that means, care of myself, for me, what that looks like is going to the chiropractor, getting, um, going to the dentist more. I do not go to the dentist very often as I should. I do take care of my teeth, but I don't see a dentist very often and I need to go get regular cleanings done and maybe get braces again because my teeth have been moving, but I need to take more care of myself, going to the chiropractor, getting whatever testing done for medical, whatever. That sounded weird, but you get it. Going to the dentist. And I want to read more. I feel, I don't know about you guys. Some of you probably get this and some of you probably think it's just, wow, because you're really stupid. I feel very uneducated with a lot of things when it comes to certain things. And so I feel like reading more and doing like workbooks will help me like grammar wise. I have decent grammar, but I feel like there's some things that I do need to brush up on. I haven't been in school for years. I need to do grammar and English and doing those those classes again. Going back to school would be nice, but I'm more of a one-on-one kind of learner and I need to, I'm a hands-on. So doing it online is distracting. I can't focus online. I have to be in a classroom with a tangible, tangible book, note, note paper and pen kind of person. Like that's how I am. So I need to do in class and trying to do that during quarantine is not the easiest. Now that things are kind of slowly, slowly opening up, maybe I can do that again, but we'll see. Um, and then on top of it too, 
I've noticed my dyslexia has gotten so bad, so bad. Numbers are backwards. Words are hard. Like, it's just, I need to read more. So that's on my list too. But on the brighter side of things, within the last three months, as I'm going through these struggles, I have gone to get my hair done, lightened it. I lost a few pounds. So I'm slowly working towards those goals to make myself feel better. So slowly but surely we're getting there, but there are struggles and I just kind of wanted to start this back up again and make it consistent again and make it or put it into my routine, if you will, to record these, whether that's with someone or without someone and have this one-on-one time with myself and just talk. And if that means I'm recording it for random people to hear, then so be it. And if I'm having these thoughts, I know I'm most likely not the only one. And if this only reaches two, three people, that's two, three people. That's better than nothing at all. So why not put it out there? And a lot of people have asked me like, where my podcasts are, if I'm okay, if I'm going to do them again, if it's over. I don't want it to be. So we're going to just kind of pick up where we left off, but I felt like I couldn't do that without acknowledging where I've been and what's been going on. So kind of figured I'd let you guys in on a little secret (laughs) and explain my headspace and why we haven't done this. So with that being said, I'm going to hop off of here and just slowly get back into the swing of things before this. So I will talk to you guys later, I guess.